Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. This is Dale Calvert. I would like to welcome you to session number 66, 66 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. The title of this session is The Results Don't Count. You know, at some point, I really hope that every network marketing leader could have the opportunity to hear this podcast and not because... You know, I'm the one speaking, but because I think the concept is critically important. And I hope that after you hear it, you'll feel the same way and you'll decide to share it with someone that you feel can benefit. I really believe as a profession, we have to really come to grips with the fact that the real product for us is people and that network marketing really is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached that's the power of what we're doing Uh, it's not just about getting people in it's about getting them in keeping them in and helping them move forward and rank advance in the compensation plan you know for most members on your team new mindsets are required it's a requirement and sometimes when we enter the profession with a certain set of skill sets or mindsets, we assume that everybody thinks the way that we do, and they don't. And, and again, we're in a business where our real product is people. If we build people, people will build the business. We spend a lot of time and energy and effort in this profession focusing on marketing funnels and lead generation ideas and getting new team members to events and then a lot of worthless time trying to teach people how to close and blog and a lot of other things that are unnecessary and and a waste of time. You know, you cannot teach algebra to someone who hasn't learned basic addition yet. So... All of these things are important. There's things that are important. There's things that are not important. However, I really get, and I hope you do as well, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, that the real mindset for leadership in this business is how do we develop people? Shouldn't that be our primary focus if the real product is people? How much time do we spend thinking about creating followings on social media instead of developing future leaders on our team? So I hope you listen very, very closely to this session. I hope it creates a paradigm shift for you. And if it does, please share this session with anybody that you feel like can benefit from the message. This is actually a 
webinar that we did. It's a recording from that. We're going to talk about some things that can get deep, so stay with me, really listen, because if, if as a leader, building your team, if you really, really hear what I want to communicate, and see, Dale, why are you spending so much time on this, in this intro? Here's why. Most of my time at this point in my career is trying to figure out ways that I can help people hear what I'm attempting to communicate. That's where my mind is. It's how can I help people realize that their time that they spend in this profession is very valuable. And when it's all said and done, you want to make sure you have the, the, the largest return that you possibly can for the time that you spend. And many of you probably heard me talk about at some point, at some point to maximize your upside potential with this business model, you have to have the leadership development paradigm shift. You have to have that to maximize your upside potential. I'm not saying you won't have some success. I'm not saying you won't make some money, but I am saying you will never maximize your potential if you don't have that shift. And I looked about the industry, and again, it's like everybody's so focused on getting them in, getting them in, and getting them in is not the answer. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. So listen closely. If you've never heard, if this happens to be your first ever podcast, I'll be honest, you didn't pick a very good one. <laughs> because understanding basic concepts, ideas, philosophies, where I live, where I'm coming from, uh, if you if you have that, if you believe that, if you understand that, if you're with me on that, then this will be powerful for you powerful and if not this is the first podcast you ever listened to welcome i'm happy to have you but honestly i would recommend that you go to session one and start there for the rest of you thanks for being here again i appreciate your support more than i can express and i hope that this session uh, session 66, titled The Results Don't Count, speaks to you. Have an awesome day. Tonight is something that I'm extremely excited about. I hope that you'll just really hear what I want to communicate because I wish every leader in every company could hear what I'm getting ready to share. And for some of you, uh, say, well, Dale, I don't have a lot of direction, don't have a lot of help. It's exactly what you need to hear as well. So I'm ex really excited. I, I, I had decided to quit doing generic training webinars on Thursday night, and I have not changed my mind. Um, but I had to do this.
Um, so I'm just going to get into it. Thank you guys for being here. A lot of people that have been here for follow, been with us for many years and a lot of new people. And it's just good to have you guys with us tonight. And I know there's a lot of other things going on, a lot of other places you could be. So let's move. I had an a, epiphany this week, Sunday night, Monday. And if you know me, you know epiphany is not a word I would normally use. Uh, don't know if I've ever used it. But an epiphany, and I had to make sure I was saying the right word, is a sudden intuitive perception or an insight into the reality or essential meaning of something, usually initiated by some simple, homely, or commonplace occurrence or experience. And that's exactly what happened to me, and this is what created it. Uh, this was just a meme that we all see every day on social media. And, you know, it's truth. This is truth. And I'm going to come back to this, but... Our thoughts create our actions. If we don't believe, we don't act. So in any entrepreneurial endeavor, if we don't believe, we don't act. And then once we act, we get results. And those results develop our beliefs. And again, our beliefs create our thoughts, which create our actions. And this is the cycle as human beings that we go through in every aspect of life. And those of you that have heard our trainings, we talk about there's seven key areas of life. So I believe this is just wisdom. It's truth and truth is truth. And it's just kind of the way we're all set up. And again, I'm going to come back to this. I have to set a couple of things up, so please stay with me tonight. But we're going to come back to this. Because you're thinking like, well, Dale, what's the epiphany there? That's just wisdom. Agreed. But there's something I'm going to come back to on this that is going to make a huge impact for many of you tonight. So the two questions for entrepreneurs that they should ask themselves is what are you best at? And whatever that is, maximize that. You, you, you have to maximize it. But in network marketing, which most of you are involved in network marketing with us tonight, your strength is your weakness. Where you're great, where you're comfortable. Uh, that's why we end up with so many three percenters. But regardless of that, the thing that network marketers have to understand is it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about developing a team of people. I wish instead of calling it network marketing, we called it team building, because if we called it team building, it would create a whole different paradigm in people's minds. Because the reality is it's about team building. So what are you good at? And whatever you're good at, maximize that. You know, maximize that. If you like it, if you feel comfortable, maximize it. 
but you only systemize what can be duplicated by the 27%. And we'll keep rolling. The other question I would ask you is what area do you need to improve on right now? And here's what I'm convinced of. No matter what type of business you're involved in, you know the area that you need to really tighten up. It could be time management. It could be overcoming a certain fear. It could be uh, it could be a multiple multiple things. But whatever it is, you know what it is. You personally know what it is. So I believe I believe you know if you've been around the network marketing profession or been involved in whatever type of business you're involved in or entrepreneurial endeavor and you've been around six months to a year, I believe that you know what you need to be doing to move your business forward. I believe that. I just believe that instinctively you know. So I would ask you, what area do you need to improve on right now? And if it is time management, then what are you doing about it? See, what I don't understand is people that struggle with time management today that were struggling with time management six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I don't understand that. And I believe that it's because we're thinking if I can find the foo-foo dust, if I can find the thing that everybody's doing that I don't, haven't learned about yet, then maybe I won't have to deal with my fear or deal with my time management issues or whatever it is for you. And for all of us, it's different. And many of you right now on this on this training, I know, are, are doing it. You're making it happen. You're moving forward every day. You're focused. You're, 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 you're creating customers. You're creating team members. And you're moving forward. And whatever that area is that you need to be working on, you're working on it. And you're getting better every day. And you're going to jump that hurdle. You will jump that hurdle where it's no longer an issue. I can look back over my career, especially in my first four, five, six, seven years. I was constantly working on myself, getting my time management down. And, and, and sure, I had an excuse my greatest growth period in the beginning is at a time when I was working 10-hour days. 10-hour days. Now, I could say, I'm tired. I'm wore out. I'm working 10 hours a day. You know, I, could, I could have, which would have been justifiable, but it wouldn't have got me going anywhere. You can, you can move forward or you can make excuses, and it's up to each one of us. And those of you that know what you need to be working on, know what your strengths are, and aren't doing it, I am fascinated why. I'm fascinated why people don't. And, and I do think a lot of it is, sincerely, they think, well, if I can find the foo-foo dust, then I won't have to overcome my fears, and I won't have to focus on the area that I have no discipline in, or I don't have enough discipline in. I really think that's it. I really think that's it. That's not the big aha tonight, but I'm trying to set everything up. Next thing. 
I love this verse. It says, to thy own self be true. And many of you have heard me say over the years, uh, you know, my focus is I have to take care of me for you and you take care of you for me. And that's with all my family and everybody in my life. You take care of you for me. I'll take care of me for you. And when you stop and think, well, Dale, the reason I'm not getting my product or my opportunity in front of more people, which it's all a numbers game. We're all looking for the right people at the right time in our life. And I said, well, why aren't you doing it? Then we come up with, you know, well, I don't have enough time, Dale. I don't have enough money to advertise. My upline's not helping me. Uh, I, I'm not good at closing, which you don't need to be. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. And again, I think all of those reasons, all those self-limiting beliefs are wrapped up in an underlying hope that I will find foo-foo dust that will not make me grow, learn, expand, become better as a human being. That's what I, I believe that. And then there's some people, for me, for 15 years, I'm just done. I don't want to attach any, I, I can do this stuff in my sleep, I can teach it in my sleep, I, I'm done. And here's the issue with self-limiting beliefs. They're beliefs. You really believe them. They don't have to have a basis in reality if you believe it. We're all made up of opinions, attitudes, and beliefs. And if you believe that you don't have enough time to do the business, guess what? You don't have enough time to do the business. If you believe you don't have enough money to advertise your business, then you don't have enough money to advertise. See, it doesn't matter what your what your excuse or belief is. It's yours. And it's either serving you or it isn't. And if it's not, then why do you allow it? Why do you allow it if it's not serving you? If that, if that belief, if that excuse is not serving you to help you get where you want to go, and it's holding you back, why do you allow it? So I want to share a couple things tonight. The thing I want to share with you is what I truly believe is going to be the important, most important mindset slash skill moving forward as an entrepreneur from this point on in history. September 2017, most important thing. This is what's going to separate the winners from the mediocre. It really will. I, I, I just, I know it. I, I, and it's more evident today than at any time in history, but you could see it coming. I could see it coming in the entrepreneurial wor world in the mid-90s. And I'm going to talk about this. And what is it? It's focus. The ability to focus on what is important. The ability to focus on what is important. In my estimation, my opinion, there's seven key areas of life. Y'all have heard me talk about this, some of you before. I call it it's the wheel of life. This concept originally came from a company called Success Motivation Institute out of Waco, Texas. And you've heard me, some of you talk, heard me talk about balanced living. Uh, 
If you've never heard that, you can go to mlmsuccesswebinar.com, and I'm sure the recording is there. But there's seven key areas. So when I talk about success, I'm, just not, I'm not talking just about career or financial. I'm talking about success with your family, what kind of husband, what kind of father, what kind of grandfather you are. I'm talking about uh, physical, mental, social. There's seven key areas. So when I'm talking success, I'm not just talking about success in business. Um, I wrote this book that you see. It's actually on audio now. You can only get it on Amazon. We don't even sell it in our office. And it was I wrote it, I'm going to say the late 90s, maybe the early 2000s. And it was called The Success Principle the Internet Has Stolen. The Success Principle the Internet Has Stolen. And again, I wrote this before the first social media site was ever developed, before MySpace, before any social media site. And people think I'm anti-social media. I am not. I am not. Uh, social media is a great tool. It's a great tool, and it should be used and, and implemented. But I believe that what has happened is we're, we're living, we're giving our attention, our time, to a lot of people and a lot of ideas that are not worthy of our time. Uh some of you know, I mean, your time is the most valuable asset that you have. And, and, and just because somebody buzzes you on your phone doesn't mean you should have to jump. If you're focused and you're working on something, you're putting together something, you don't need all the distractions that are around us. And some people, absolutely, and it's going to get worse is we're just responding and we're jumping through anybody's hoop and everybody's hoop and we're not focusing. And focus is going to be the most important, I believe, the important mindset, skill set, whatever you want to call it, moving forward. I believe that. And I believe that it makes sense if you're new to this entrepreneurial world to have as many success principle mentors as you possibly can because you're going to find out that basically truth is truth, wisdom is wisdom, concepts are concepts, ideas are ideas, and it's very congruent. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Bottom line. That's the bottom line. And it's just how do people communicate wisdom, reality. And I believe in whatever profession you're in, if you're in network marketing, I believe that you need to have one network marketing mentor. I'm not saying you shouldn't learn from other people, but what happens with a lot of people is that, you know, and I get these messages all the time. Dale, I was listening to you and you said, do this, do this, and, I, and it's like, I don't know who you were listening to, but I promise you it wasn't me. I've never said that. And so there's a lot of confusion out there. And, you know, it, it is what it is. But I believe if, if, if I'm in the real estate investing world and I want, to, uh, I want to invest in apartment complexes, then what I would do is I would seek out the best 
person that's developed and built and profited from the, the development or the the operation of apartment complexes and it's not it's not just that they've become successful themselves i want to know who have you mentored who have you mentored because being able to do something is not the same as being able to teach what you've done you got to be able to teach it you got to understand and so I'm looking for a good if I'm looking for a good mentor in any business model, I'm looking for somebody that not just knows it, but has a track record of teaching it. Because here's what happens, especially in the network marketing profession, we because we're looking for foo-foo dust. That's what that's human nature. And we're looking for the foo-foo dust. So we just jump, we're looking, we're listening, we're hearing, and we hear stuff that makes no sense has no foundation on any type of wisdom of the ages truth that's ever been done and we end up trying that for a while and then we try this and we try and we're just and, and a confused mind does nothing and we're living in a world right now with a lot of entrepreneurial ADD going on and I think entrepreneurs naturally have that I know I do I can't look anywhere without seeing opportunity and I learned a long time ago, you have to say no to a lot of good ideas so you have time for the great ones. You have to say no to a lot of good ideas so you have time for the great ones. And the ability to focus, and this is what I want, this is what I want, this is the kind of granddad I'm, want, I'm going to be. And this and focus there and stay focused there. And when you're around those grandchildren, it, you're communicating with them. And, you know, you, you have your rituals with them, you know, like mine. They know the little peppermint patties, the York peppermint patties. My grandkids know I'm going to give them one when I see them. So when I'm long gone, I want them to think. You know, granddad used to always give me a hug and a peppermint patty or whatever, guys. But thinking about what are you trying to do? What are you trying to create in your business, with your family, et cetera, et cetera? And what has happened with the Internet, and we saw it coming before social media, is people started, see, before the Internet. And again, I love the Internet. I mean, we operate three of our four businesses 100% online. I love it. Okay, but, but with network marketing, the real product is people and the development of teams. And what happens with the Internet, before the Internet, you could build your team and you could build your team culture. And, you know, people would join. I mean, when people joined me early in the 19, early 80s with Shackley, when I started, they didn't even know there was another company even like this except for Amway, and there was five or six or seven at the time. Today, they're constantly being bombarded with the newest, latest, greatest, better than. It's constant. It's constant. So as leaders, we have to be aware of what we're dealing with, and we have to take our ability to communicate with people to a different level. We got to get down to where the rubber hits the road. We don't have time for fluff conversations with anybody. 
There ain't no foo-foo dust, guys. There's not. There's just proven wisdom of the ages principles that work for everyone that put them into action. Now, many of you tonight, you're a member of our MLM training club. And you know that what we focus in on with that training club, with the, the CD every month and in the back office, is we really focus in on developing the right skill sets and what else? The right mindsets. Skill sets, mindsets. Because that's what moves us forward as human beings, as people, as leaders. It's not just this 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 marketing hack and this shortcut and this funnel and and all that stuff. Not just not just that part of it. That part's important, but it's not the answer. It's not the foo foo dust. Network marketing, you have to have skill sets and mindsets. And I look back and I look at the profession and it's like it's consumed with just getting them in. We just got to get them in. And network marketing is not about getting them in. It's about getting them in, keeping them in, and helping them move forward. That's how you maximize your success is by helping them. It's not just getting them in. And and I think about this. You know, I've, I've used this little right here, this is you and this is your prospect and you're going to slam them and you're going to close them and you're going to do all, and it's like, you've got to be kidding me. We're not selling high-ticket yachts. We're not selling high-end cars where we need to close. We're not selling insurance. Network marketing is not about closing. It's about asking a question to to help people in the decision process because the last thing you want is somebody that won't get off the daggone fence. I'd much rather them tell me no than yes, just so I don't have to think about them anymore. Next, they're gone. Next, because the name of the game is sorting through people. But this this concept of I'm going to close them in, in the program, what have you accomplished? Nothing, nothing in network marketing except a waste of everybody's time. This is about finding the right people at the right time in their life. And I'm just fascinated with this get them in mentality that's that's been propagated throughout the profession the last 15, 20 years. And 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 I I think that the reason is because it's what most people find the most challenging is sponsoring other people. And so we're going to talk about that because, Dale, how do I become a great recruiter? Sell yourself first. Sell yourself first. Sell yourself first. If you don't believe, if you aren't sold out to what you're doing, then don't do it. Don't do it. Sell yourself first. There's only five core skill sets, systems that you have to develop to build a team as large as you would ever comprehend building it. Five, being able to help your new people get their business launched. If the profession did nothing but focus on helping new people that want to change their life, that want to move forward, that are career frustrated and want to make a difference, 
helping the right people get their business launched correctly, just that one thing alone would change the whole profession. Overnight, overnight, network marketing would be leading the entrepreneurial revolution that's happening around the world. Just that. Launch, customer acquisition. Real businesses have real customers. A two-step recruiting process. If you say it, they doubt it. If somebody else says it, they believe it. It's two steps. If you can convince somebody to join you while they're in the line at the post office with you, they're not going to do anything after they join. It's about team, long-term, two-step recruiting process. Let them see a video and then let them hear the whole story. Create curiosity and the whole story. That's how it works. After they've heard the whole story, it's one question, and that is what questions do we need to get answered for you before we get you started? It's not, well, what did you like best about what you saw? Oh, yeah, that's what I liked, too. It's not manipulating people. You know, I can't believe that there's actually people teaching, oh, that's what I like, too, when it's a, when it's a bald-faced lie. It's not true. You should never do, you should never say anything if, if you don't believe it. And I would never listen to anybody that's telling me to, to do something or say something if I don't have conviction and belief about it. And then you have a retention system because it's not just about getting them in, it's about keeping them in. And then after you have those four systems in place, it's how many leads can I run through and, and how, how many people can I bring through on a daily, monthly, weekly basis to find the ones that are ready to run. And if you find three to five people a year that are ready to run in three years, you're a superstar. You've changed your life. Three to five a year. And then there's about 20 very critical mindsets I've talked about for years. Uh, we have a double CD on Amazon. Some of you tell me, Dale, this is your best product that you've ever produced. You should have it at MLMHelp.com. And you're right, I just had never taken the time to do it. But the MOM mindsets, because if you listen to that, if you get the right mindset every day, every day, every day, eventually, through repetition, those mindsets become who you are, part of you. Here's the rub and reward of network marketing. Your real product is people. You're in the leadership development business. That's it, guys. If you think it's anything other than that, you've got to get beyond that mentally. Again, if we called it team building and team building marketing instead of network marketing, then it would create a different paradigm for people because people come in and they think it's about them. And it is in the beginning. It's about it, it is in the beginning. It's about your work ethic, your time management, your belief. It's all about you. But eventually you have to have the leadership development paradigm shift where you realize, hey, it's not about me and what I can do. It's about what can these people do? What can these 27 percenters do? Because my long-term income is direct proportion to how many of those can I help? And there's no room for debate on this topic. There's just not. Uh, because the number of people that never had the leadership development paradigm shift and got to six figures in, in, in XYZ company and today are out of the business never to return, those numbers are overwhelming, overwhelming. And any of us that have been around any time at all know that. So it's not debatable. I mean, I believe the whole industry has to shift. 
Now, let me share with you what I wanted to share with you. This was my epiphany. Thoughts lead to actions. Some people will never attempt because they don't believe it's possible for them. That's 70% of the marketplace. And in this profession, it's just as important to get rid of the wrong people or not recruit them in the first place than it is to attract and recruit the right people. And when somebody is, the timing in their life is right, in their career frustrated, or they have a child or grandchild getting ready to go to college or looking to help support that, whatever that is, when the timing is right in a person's life, and you explain the upside potential of your opportunity, they're going to join you because they're searching. And if you understand, it's not about you closing them. It's about you finding the right. It's not about closing. It's about finding the right people at the right time. You can go by any mall in the country, and you're going to see somebody that's sitting there selling cookies 14 hours a day because they can't afford it. And the employees they have are making more than they are. Because what, how did you end up with this cookie franchise that will never give you any freedom? And I'm not picking on cookie franchises. We could, we could talk about whatever we want to talk about. But it's because most of these people got to a point in the corporate world that they just couldn't stand it anymore and they had to do something else and they went to a business franchise show or whatever and they ended up getting involved in a franchise and and they just became a corporate slave and they became they went from corporate slave to to own business slave they have no time they have no time they have no lifestyle so again but thoughts lead to actions the the fact that somebody will take action is a good sign and you can always tell what a person will do in the future based upon what they've done in the past the best person you can recruit into your into your program on your team is somebody that's had something going on the side most of their life that's a really good sign but thoughts leads to actions and we all know actions you have to get in front of enough people to create results Actions create results, and then the results create and reinforce belief, which your belief creates your thoughts, and, and that's, that's it. That's it. I want you to think about this. Everybody that ever joins a network marketing company, Opportunity, when they start, they talk too much everybody everybody with me tonight when you first started you talked too much now bob crisp in his book raising the giant says stay with me here this is really important bob crisp says and i agree that most people who quit, quit in their first 
72 hours. Dale, how's that possible? Your strength is your weakness. Your, your positive is your weakness. Because in network marketing, people don't have enough skin in the game. I mean, 95% of the companies you can start for less than $500. Not $5,000, not $50,000 like the cookie franchise. So we all know that people are going to talk too much. And from that communication in the beginning, only 3% of the population are going to get positive results. Seventy percent quit immediately. They go into the witness protection program and they will no longer return your phone calls. Seventy percent. That's the way it is, guys. So let's let's just stay with me here. Three percent have enough communication, credibility, uh, business background, uh, whatever. They have an extra dose of something, 3% of the population. Well, when they talk, they create results. 3%. 70% quit. So that leaves you with the a lot of 27 percenters who are, are people of substance. You know, they're, 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 they have a great work ethic. They have great determination. But, you know, they, like all of us, most of us, they need to develop either skill sets or mindsets and more than likely both. So stay with me. 3% their actions, which is talking too much, create results. 70% quit. 27% remain. And when if I walk into a, a, a an auditorium and there's ten thousand distributors there and I'm I'm getting ready to speak, I can tell you that by far you have depending on how big the company is, you have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 or so three percenters at the top, and then the masses are the twenty-seven percenters. That's the makeup of this industry. I've never, I've talked to one person in my life, in my entire career, I can say, Dale, have you ever had anybody that didn't talk too much? Yes, one, one person. And I'm not going to retell, I'm not going to tell the story tonight, I'd love to, but I will tell you this. It's at the No Fluff Podcast number 18, session 18. Please listen to it. Because this guy came up to me, and he's talking, and he's fired up, and he's excited. And the first thing I ever told him, ever, was, shut up. And he looked at me like he wanted to hit me, and I said, look, I'm not trying to be harsh, but... You need to shut up. Don't say a word to anybody. And if you're willing to do what I share with you, you're going to make it. 
because you got the drive, you got the vision, you got the determination. Because I saw him come in the meeting, his wife drug him, and his arms were crossed, and he was like, "When is this thing going to be over?" And then he, and by the end of the meeting, he was just sitting on his seat. He was ready to go. He saw it, and I and I observed him. But you got to listen to that now, Dale. What do you stay with me, guys? Here's the concept. We all talk too much. We all do. Everybody does, except one person that I've ever met in 35 plus years. And, and see, the people that can talk and create results and a following, they get down the road a year, two, three years, they turn around and they can't find their group. What happened to everybody? Because they think people can do what they can do. They can't. They can't. They can't. They never have in this profession. So, again, 3%. And I talked about this. This is, again, in the mid-90s. Why are the masses of network marketers frustrated, confused, and don't have a clue what they're doing? This is why. Because you have those 20 or 30 or 40 people that had quick success in the beginning trying to teach 27 percenters that did not have quick quick success in the beginning. I've said this before. The day I spent my $300 in 1980, October, and got a bunch of stuff that I didn't need, a 20-year-old didn't need. I promise you I didn't need I didn't need most of the stuff that I had, but I had some product catalogs, and I'm driving home, and I'm coming through the country, and I stop at my aunt and uncle's house, and I'm scared to death, and I have my little product catalog with me, and I go up, and I'm scared to death, and these were my closest aunts and uncles, and I knocked on the door, and they were just finishing up dinner, and I said, look, I've started a business, and I'd like for you to look at my catalog, and maybe you could buy something from me, and they bought something. One thing, it was $9. And then I went home and I browbeat my parents and just giving me $25 to become a distributor. And then my parents mentioned it to somebody at church and they said, oh yeah, we would like to join that maybe. And because of my, because they like my parents. And then this, they told somebody that was just a bull in China closet distributor who said, yes, I want to join, and that lady just took off and was selling products to everybody like crazy that came into her local business. And that sequence of events may be why I'm here tonight, because it, it happened. I got a customer. I, I talked somebody into becoming a distributor. That somebody joined them, my parents, because they liked them, and then they found this lady that was just bull in China closet, going after it, selling products like crazy. I had initial positive results. Are y'all with me? Positive results initially. Stay with me. You cannot focus on the results. You have to decide to not let yourself think about the results. And I wish somebody told me what I'm getting ready to say until you're done. Because there's a flip side to this too. When your reality so so goes beyond whatever you ever anticipated, it's 
that's a whole nother issue down the road. But in the beginning, this industry is full. Let me go back. This industry is full of good people, awesome people that can do awesome things in this profession. And here's here's the the mindset that they're trapped in. They're trapped in, they've taken action and they have not got the results. And because they have not got the results, it's affected their beliefs in themselves and what is possible for them. And those beliefs affect their thoughts. And then therefore, it's they find it harder and harder to take action. And the reason they don't take action is because they don't have enough time. I don't have money for advertising. I'm not getting any, And all this other stuff, all these other limiting beliefs, that's, that's what's happening for people. This results thing is messing everybody up, all the 27 percenters. It's messing them up. And see, I didn't really understand this at the level that I, I see it now because I was fortunate. I got lucky in the beginning. The first person I talked to actually bought something. Yes, I was talking too much. I talked too much to everybody until I realized a lot of the stuff that you guys already know. But as a leader, you have to understand and you have to help your people understand it's not about the results. It's about developing the beliefs. And and most people find it hard to develop belief if they don't have results. But you have to. You have to develop belief, four of them. You all know what many of you can tell me right now what those four beliefs are. You know what they are. You have to have four beliefs, the company, your product or service, the upside potential of the network marketing business model and yourself. There's four beliefs that have to be developed by every 27 percenter that ever joins any team anywhere in this profession. And what happens is these results mess everything up. And because lack of results, it creates lack of belief, lack of thoughts. And here's the most important thing, lack of action. Guys, if you don't take, the action takers are the money makers. Action takers are the money makers. And people don't take action because the first three or four people they talk to, because they're talking too much, they don't have a clue what they're doing. And the first three or four people don't jump on it immediately. So therefore, they just... They just drift away or they hang out. They hang out as 27 percenters that see other people that have done it. And they think if they did it, I could do it. See, my biggest draw for people is they think, my gosh, if that kid from Kentucky, town of 400, can do it, then why can't I do it? You can do it. You can do it. But you have to have some kind of belief that you can. Belief leads to action, and you've got to forget your daggone results, even if they're great, because if your results are great, then you think you're just rolling along, and everything's going great, and man, I'm just so, this is just like so easy, and I'm just selling product, and things are going great, and you're going to get down the road out here, I promise you, and you're going to look back, and you're going to think, what the heck happened to my team? It's a yin and a yang, guys, and you have to be aware of it. But tonight I'm talking to the 27 percenters. Here's how you do it. This is the answer. This is the answer. Everything, results have to be replaced with reasons. Results have to be replaced with reasons. 
Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? Until you know why, the how doesn't matter. And then when you go into the marketplace and, and you're doing what you need to do, you're getting through the numbers and you are not getting the results, don't let your mind go there. I never see failure as failure, only as the chance to refine my skills. It's about your reasons. It's focusing on why you're doing what you're doing. Why are you doing it? What do you want from it? And decide you're not going to be denied, and it's not comfortable, and it's not supposed to be comfortable, but you can expand your comfort zone. But man, if you're thinking about the result, you're not going to get there. I, I, I was talking with a young man two or three weeks ago, and he made a list of like, I don't know, I think 700 people. And he said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through the numbers. And he called 10, and he didn't get very good results. And he said, I'm going to call people every day. And then it's like I, I, I didn't hear from him for a while, and I, I tracked him down. Because, see, I, subconsciously, I knew what was going on. And I know the only way he's going to get back on track is to get in touch with his why. Uh, yesterday, I saw a video some of you may have seen from this guy that was was uh, sharing the technology with business people. The first one he walked in, the guy basically told him hit the door. I'm not interested. But he kept doing it. And he got positive results. And he And because of the positive results... He said in his video, I can't wait to get back out there. And that's natural human instinct. And that's great. And the fact that he took action, that's what it's all about. And the ability to take action and get negative results and continue to move forward is the key, guys. And the only reason, the only way people are going to do that is focus on their why it says 21 days to create a new habit to create to start creating new brain cell patterns and new mindsets and man you got to get up every day and you got to be thinking about your why your why and, and i can tell you without question some of you've heard me say this a thousand times the only reason i have the honor and the privilege to communicate with you is because when i started i had to get out of ibm i had to get to five thousand dollars a month so I could get off the assembly line at IBM. I had to. I wanted to take my family to Hawaii someday, and I wanted to know how it would be to drive a new car. But I had to get out of that job. And that's the only reason that I – because, yeah, I had initial success, and then, of course, it you know it does what it does. And it took me three years to really find a quality besides my parents – but a quality distributor that really wanted it, that I didn't know him and was willing to be teachable and get plugged in and just do what we're going to show him today. It took me three years, but after I found one, I knew I could find one more. And if I found two, I could find 20. And if I could find 20, I could find 200. And someday I could help 200 people create six-figure incomes. Just the process, guys. And most people don't make it through it. When we attach emotions to the results we don't want, we lose our passion. Does that make sense? We must attach emotion to our why and until all of our reasons are attained before we are ready to exit. And again, that whole that last part there is a whole other training that 
at some point, hopefully you and I will have the opportunity to discuss. But right now, for most of you, most of the 27 percenters with us tonight, you cannot attach any emotions to your results, positive results or negative results, because it never happens as fast as you want it to. Never. I've not met one person that said, man, this took off a lot faster than I wanted it to. Doesn't happen. And you have to protect your passion, your belief, company, product, the industry, and yourself. You have to protect that. And you have, to, you have to focus on focus, focus, focus on the why every day because you either focus, y'all have heard me say this, you're either focused on the why or the work, one or the other. The most productive entrepreneurs have learned how to replace excitement with internal motivation. The most productive entrepreneurs uh, I was in Memphis, I think, a week last weekend or the weekend before, and I started that meeting with a Jim Rohn quote. And I said, you know, you can get up and you can say, company name, company name, George. Oh, you, you can get fired up. And anybody can get excited about lifting 300 pounds until you get to the gym. That's how I started that event because it's not, I mean, internal motivation is awesome. I love it. Go Wildcats. I love it. University of Kentucky Wildcats. I love it. I love it. I love to be fired up and excited. All of us do. But the greatest entrepreneurs cannot depend upon that. It's on your internal motivation. Zig Ziglar said, you know, some people are sitting around waiting for somebody to fire them up. What if they don't show up? What if they don't show up? You, see, I, I was so fortunate because I'm telling you, man, if you listen to eight to ten hours of audios every day and you're listening to Earl Nightingale and Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and Mary Kay and Larry Thompson and I'm listening to all these people, man, by the time my work schedule was over, I'm ready to take a shower, put on my suit and go do my 7 and my 8.30 appointments at night and they didn't have a chance. I was so fired up by the time I was leaving there. But... You have to learn how, and if you need to see, that's why, guys, we got podcasts, we got all kinds of information you can listen to and keep yourself focused and fired up. But the ultimate goal is learning how to develop internal motivation. We attach everything to results. Fear of failure, fear of rejection is, is the two entrepreneurial stoppers. That's it. That's it. William Shakespeare said, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we all might win by fearing to attempt. What does it say? Our results keep us from taking actions. Forget your results. Forget your results. Forget them if they're good. Forget them if they're bad. Don't spend one ounce of time, energy, and effort worrying or thinking about your results. Say, well, Dale, that's crazy. How do I do that? Do it. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. 30th President of the United States, Calvin Coolidge, says nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. You've got to consistently get in front of people. Talent's not going to replace persistence. Nothing's more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. 
Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has always and will always solve the problems of the human race. I mean, think about all the tragedy in Houston and throughout Florida. What's going to get people through that? There's only one thing. Press on. Press on. Persist. Augmandino, so long as there is breath in me, that long I will persist. For now I know one of the greatest principles of success, if I persist long enough, I will win. That's right. Aug said the prizes of life are at the end of each journey, not near the beginning. I never know how many steps I must take in order to reach my goal. I may encounter failure at the thousandth step, yet success lies just around the next bend in the road. I will not know how close it lies unless I persist. I will persist until I succeed. Just a law. And it's very difficult to persist when we connect everything to the results. This is normal, guys. This is how we think. This is how we're set up. This is how people, this is why this thoughts, action, results, beliefs that you have to eliminate the results. You cannot attach any emotion to the results, good or bad. Forget about it. Don't even think about it. Replace it with reasons. Replace it with reasons. Stay focused on reasons. I never see failure as failure, only the chance to refine my skills. I've, I've shared this story before. I'm going to share it one more time. Or I'm going to share it tonight. I've heard it. It's a legend. Dexter Yeager is probably the most legendary network marker in the world. And there was a meeting, I think it was in Raleigh, North Carolina, and Dexter was going to be the keynote speaker. He's the highest rank in Amway, number one distributor in Amway. And, you know, so they had all these speakers at this big rally, um, thousands, tens of thousands of people there, and they all came and couldn't wait to hear Dexter. And, you know, I don't, it went on and it went on and it went on, and of course everybody spoke too long and it got way behind schedule. Dexter was supposed to come out at 10 o'clock and wrap it up and be out of there by 10.30. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And before he was announced on stage. Now think about that. 2.30 in the morning. Everybody's there to see you. They come from all over the world to see you. It's 2.30 in the morning. He walks out on stage. And he said four words. He said, the facts don't count. The facts don't don't count. And he turned around and walked off the stage. I've heard that story, but hearing that and a lot of other things that we've internalized over the years and then combining it with this little meme gave me a real paradigm shift, epiphany this week. This 
is what people need to really understand. That you have to protect your energy. You have to protect your vision of why you're doing what you're doing. The facts, your results don't count. Nothing's more important on your journey to success in any aspect of your life than your ability to make yourself do daily what you already know to do. When you have passion about your reasons, making yourself is no longer something you have to come up with the motivation. You just decide and do. What did Nike say? Just do it. Zig said, you don't pay the price for success. You enjoy it. And I'm, I remember when I first heard that, it's like, I don't enjoy any part about any of this stuff. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it at all. I'd much rather be doing something else. But over time, you start to realize this. And, you know, a lot of people promising shortcuts and, and, and hacks and all this stuff. Here's the hack. Here's the shortcut. The facts don't count. Your results mean nothing, good or bad. All that means anything is the why. Why are you doing it? And see, some of you have heard me tell the story. I was living in this little 600-square-foot house driving this beat-up Chevette. And this is the house I bought at Mallard Point on the lake in central Kentucky. This is my first major dream was live, uh, living on this lake. It was a development, the largest man-made lake in Kentucky. And, you know, I can remember living in this little house and driving this little Chevy Chevette. And I'd be driving home from maybe I had an appointment, you know, two or three hours from my home. And they stood me up. You know, I got there, drove in, and I'm supposed to meet them, and they, they, they weren't there. Our, you know, all the things that we all have to go through, all the challenges. And I can remember many times driving home in that little Chevette, and I would get off at a certain exit in Kentucky, and I'd say, tonight, I'm wore out anyway, and I would drive on down to the next exit. And I'd get off, and I'd turn left, and I'd go down, turn right, and I'd go about three or four miles back in the country to this development called Mallard Point. And in my mind, I'm driving home. And I would pull up to that gate. It was a gated community. I couldn't get in. But I would pull up to it. And in my mind, my vision was, I'm going to my, I'm driving home. I'm driving home. And that, that I had to replace the fact that I got stood up and the other person told me this was a pyramid scheme like Coscott. And I had to I had to get rid of that and get refocused on my why. Guys, that's a secret. That's you until you know why, the how doesn't matter. And again, I'm I'm talking from experience. I'm talking from a 27 percenter that made it. Uh, you know, I, and 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 I understand emotionally and psychologically what we have to go through to get to where we want to go, and you got to stay focused on your why. You just have to. Thoughts, actions, reasons, beliefs, and even when you start having awesome results, even when you have to, when you start having awesome results, you still have to stay focused on your why. Your energy has to be put into your why. So you break your barrier when your results don't count and you focus on your why. 
And again, that's in every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. I hope you enjoyed this session. I said originally that I did this as a webinar. And after the webinar was over, I had someone contact me and they said, well, Dale, I don't believe, I don't believe what you were saying. You know, that, that he said, he said, I know a lady that failed in 10 or 12 companies. And then she became the number one money earner in another company. I said, really? That's, that's, that's unusual. He said, well, she did. I said, well, what was the company? And he told me, and I said, look, I don't know the lady, never met her, but I can tell you this, the company that she became a number one money earner in uh, was a money game. And everything that I've heard, uh, they were getting ready to get shut down. They were coming after them. And they got wind of that and merged with another company that was more above board and legit. So he said, well, what, even if that's true, then, then how, come, how come, how could somebody fail in 10 or 12 companies? And then all of a sudden, you know, they become the number one money earner in a, in a company. And I said, well, how did they become the number one money earner? Well, they did everything with video and social media, and they, they, started, they started teaching network. She started teaching network marketers. I said, what? Yeah. I said, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I failed in 10 or 12 companies, so now I'm going to teach network marketers. So, well, that was her approach. And I'm saying, look, here's the reality. If you have enough followers and foo-foo dust seekers and you get involved with a new company in the beginning, you can create a lot of volume pretty quickly. But that's that's not going to create any type of long-term duplication and success. And, I, you know, I talked to, I said, look, I understand that people are looking for people. I said, look, there's a lot of people that think they're entrepreneurs that are following people for all kinds of weird reasons. And it can be all kinds of weird reasons. It can be, it can be because they tell them exactly what they want to hear. That's probably the most common. They, they don't really challenge them. They tell them what they want to hear. There's people that are following network marketing teachers, trainers, gurus, because, you know, there, there could be people that just like the way she looked or thought, uh, they're like, she's like me. She looks like me. She talks like me. She has the same accent that I have. 
I mean, there's all kinds of reasons that people follow other people. And, and social media has proven that. But in network marketing, I think it's prudent and it's smart. And I know, I know that business-minded people, business, not somebody that has a business card, but business-minded people look behind the curtain. And she may, have, she may have been able to fool the masses for a while, but business-minded people always look behind the curtain. They always ask, who is this person and why should I be listening to them? And if she failed 10 or 12 times, why in, the, what in, why in the world would a business-minded person, not people, the masses will absolutely follow people for all kinds of reasons that make no sense. But they, you can't, she, I, I can guarantee you, anybody that did any investigation real investigation are, is going to ask themselves, why in the world would I listen to one word out of this person's mouth when they've experienced nothing but failure? And again, guys, I mean, I can go down this road deep and we can talk about, you know, a lot of things. But one of the, the fundamental underlying, I believe, challenges is there's a lot of people throughout this profession teaching people how to do that which they've never done. So I really don't think that what I've covered here is debatable, even though someone wanted to debate with me, talking about, you know, this person became the number, she became the number one money earner, and she did this, and she did that, and she did it all. Uh, by reading books and then sharing what she learned in those books on social media and she did all this and she created a huge following and then when she got involved with this brand new company then everybody jumped in with her because they knew her, liked her, and trusted her. And I've talked about this and I'm not going to even go down this road because you can go back and you can you can listen to past episodes on this. But knowing somebody, liking them, and trusting them is no, makes no sense that you should do business with them in network marketing. If you know, like, and trust your dry cleaners, I get that. If you know, like, and trust the guy that provides your lawn care service, I understand that. I agree with that. But network marketing, it's about track record. It's about who have you helped get where they wanted to go. It's not about, oh, you know, he's thin and skinny and a runner, so I'm going to join his network marketing team. Now, I'm not saying that people don't make those kind of decisions every do. 70% absolutely do. 70% do. That's how they make their business decisions. But I am saying 
You're looking for the right people at the right time and intelligent, business-minded people always look behind the curtain. They always ask, who is this person? What have they done? Who have they helped? Why should I be listening to them? And I just don't feel like that's even debatable. Yes, yes, you can build a huge following, huge following. But real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. So here's the last thing I want to share. I'm going to let you go this week. Here's what I would recommend that you do just to really drive this point home. I want you, when you get the chance, when you get the opportunity, talk with some of the top people that you know in this industry, the top people, and say, when did you get started? What company was it? Uh, who were your first five customers? Do you remember that? Who were your first five team members? And here's what you're going to discover. Most of them had some level of success in the beginning. And I'm not saying long-term success, but I'm saying they went into the marketplace and they had people maybe that would just support them and become customers. They had people that joined their team because they knew them, liked them, and trusted them. But they had some level of success that kept them in the game. Maybe it wasn't major success, but they had some level of success that kept them in the game. That's why and we teach systematically what we teach is that it's the responsibility of leaders to help new people in the beginning. Don't tell them what to do. Tell, don't just teach them what to do. Do it with them. Tell, show, do. Do, do it with them. As leaders, it's our responsibility to keep people as quiet as possible in the beginning and to help them successfully launch their business. It's our responsibility as a leader. You just don't bring somebody into a multi-million dollar franchise and hand them the keys and say, go sick them. You don't do that. There's a training program they have to go through to in order to operate that franchise successfully. Everybody listen to me. The odds are you have a life-changing multi-million dollar opportunity to offer people. And we just don't treat it and respect it at the level that we should. So I hope this concept made sense for you. Uh, be aware. Listen listen to people's stories and understand that more than likely your organization is full right now of 27 percenters that cannot take action very difficult to take action because they're focused on the lack of results they've received from action they've taken in the past. And we have to work on that mindset to give them the opportunity 
to develop the skill sets, mindsets necessary to create success in this profession. I hope this helped you. I hope you get it. I hope I communicated it because it it is what it is. And you can you can look at any company and any organization and you see these people sitting there that are paralyzed because of lack of results. This is Dale Calvert. I appreciate you. Have an awesome, awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you next week on the next on the next session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.